It was a sunny day in my hometown, Valencia, in Spain. And I was outside with my dad, probably at around six to eight years old. And I stared at him and asked, Dad, are you happy? Welcome to the Solopreneur Secrets Podcast, the place where you will learn tools and tactics to spread your message and create the impact and income that you want. I'm your host, Santi Soliveres. Now let the show begin. Hello boys and girls and welcome to another episode of the Solopreneur Secrets Podcast, the place where I'm inspiring you to follow my journey and see that if a random guy from Spain can launch a podcast and can launch a successful business through the use of funnels, you can do it too. And I'm going to teach what I am learning along the way so that you can apply the same to your business to get more sales, but more importantly, to thrive in life. Because business, you know, it's important, we need to eat, but the really important thing is to be fulfilled with what you're doing, both financially, business-wise, but also in your personal life. And today, I wanna tell you the story when I was walking, walking with my dad, grabbing his hand, and I stared at him and asked that question. And you may be thinking, well, that's a weird question to ask, being a six, seven, eight-year-old, whatever age I was that I don't recall exactly. And indeed, it is. But you can imagine how important it was for me, because I think I was seeing my dad suffering, not being happy. Sometimes he was, but sometimes he wasn't. And I wanted to understand not only if he was happy, but also why he wasn't. And as I was staring at him, after I asked, asked the question, Dad, are you happy? I remember his reply was sort of, well, you know, sometimes we're not supposed to be happy all the time. And I was so upset because in my mind, I thought if my dad cannot be happy, how can I be happy? And that's something I've been super worried and super focused about. And I'm so grateful that I got to ask this question and got this reply because that's been the fuel that, that has helped me to go away, to move away from situations where I felt I wasn't being happy. And the journey, it's been quite complicated because, you see, one of the first things I realized was that my dad wasn't happy because he wasn't working in something that he loved. He didn't work in something he was super passionate about. And that was a, a stepping stone in my road when after years of this event happening, I reflected on it and I realized, all right, that's the reason why he's not happy. 
for me was super helpful because it started me in a journey to discover what my passion was. And I drew a plan. I said, all right. So there are lucky people that since early age, they dedicate their efforts to some things and it turns out to be their passion and they live from it. But it wasn't my case. I was 25, 26 at that time and I wasn't working in something I was super passionate about. I was working, it was my own company, which was a great thing, but I wasn't working in something I loved. It was, I was a financial and investments advisor for ultra high net worth individuals, which was fun in the beginning, coming out of college, of university, and being an entrepreneur, a businessman, business owner, and working with people that had a lot of money taught me a lot of how to become successful. But one of the things I realized was that having money didn't always relate to being passionate about what you do. So I was doing that and I decided, all right, if I haven't been as lucky as others that found what they wanted to do in life since very early, what can I do? And I found a guy called, a guy, a man, old man, super wise, named Sir Ken Robinson. He speaks a lot about how to, how schools create creativity and how to foster it once you grow up. And also he has one book called The Element. And I bought it, started reading it, and I realized that every one of us has this element, this thing where they feel in a total state of flow and they can work for hours. But the problem with that book was that it wasn't a practical guide. He talked a lot about what the element was and I was even more eager to find what my element was, but I had no idea how to continue from that. Luckily, he realized, perhaps from the feedback of the readers, that he needed a plan that people could apply. And he wrote another book called Finding Your Element. And I bought it too. And I started applying the exercises in the book to kind of know what I could be passionate about, what my next business could be, what could something be. But there was a conflict in there. I stopped putting in practice all the learnings from the book, I started a, a blog, if I don't remember bad, it was the first time I bought my own domain under my name, Santis Oliveres, and I started blogging about running, but I wasn't consistent, so I left it. And the thing is that I didn't pursue my passion from a conscious effort, but rather trying things. And I think that's been something that's harmed my progress and it has taken me more time to get to where I want to be. And the thing is that I did that, I guess, because in our current society, success is measured by money. Yeah, that's right. Many people view your success as the money you're earning or you've earned. But that's not how it should be. Recently, I was running outside in the park, enjoying, because after 
all this long time in quarantine, you don't take that things for granted. And I was super happy to be out there. And also I was listening to a podcast where Tom Billier, the founder of the Impact Theory podcast, was interviewing Gary Vee, which is one of the people I follow the most because he's so passionate about what he does. And Gary was saying, can we redefine success as being happy and not as making a lot of money? When will that moment arrive? And I was like remembering all my childhood stories that I was telling before earlier. And I was like, yeah, that's it. People should forget about how much you make. Normally, when you're working in something you are super passionate about, either you don't care because you are making a lot or you don't care because you are so happy with what you do that money isn't a problem for you. You make what you need to have the needs and to cover your expenses. So who cares about that? That was super, super revealing for me. Because in my case, as I was saying before, after many, many tries, I kind of got to the moment, which is right now, in one of the worst crises we've ever seen, where I'm not making a single cent yet from the program I'm going to be launching, although I have some paying clients from my coaching business, but one-to-one, which is not what I want to focus in in the future. But after many tries, now I can say that I'm in the right place because I super enjoy creating content and deploying these courses that I will be showing to you in the next few days. But to get there, I was a financial and investments advisor, as I told you. I was also an agent for soccer, as you would call it if you are in the US, or football in the rest of the world, for soccer or football coaches. And yes, I got to travel to a lot of places thanks to that, and it was amazing, but that didn't make me happy. So then I tried, I sold this business, and then I tried back in Valencia, in my hometown, because that I was doing it in Barcelona. I tried being a CEO of a startup that was growing a lot, and it was also great. I learned so much. But after two years, I realized I wasn't happy doing that neither. I started a venture in the organic food industry, a juicing company, and I wasn't enjoying it. At the same time, I started also as a health coach, helping people eat better. Because one of the things that changed my life and helped me a lot was discover what foods energize me and what foods do not. Also, I was a business coach, a mentor for other entrepreneurs in the Staptar world until I got to the point where I am today, that I help entrepreneurs and solopreneurs launch and scale their businesses, helping to remove these blocks, this emotional trauma that creates limiting beliefs and behaviors. And that's what prevents their success. And I'm super happy about it because it's more or less my journey. I realized that what I am right now and what everybody is also good at is helping others overcome the things that have stopped, in my case, myself. And one of the things that stopped me 
As I was saying earlier, for example, when I read the Finding Your Element book, one of the things that stopped me was procrastination. It's not a lack of knowledge. It's not a lack of resources out there that I can learn from, because there are a lot of that. And I read certainly a lot, and I trained with one of the best coaches in the US. So it wasn't a lack of knowledge. It was knowing what happened in my childhood that created in myself some stories, some beliefs that created some behaviors that were stopping me. In my case, mainly procrastination, but there were others too. So my unique message and the reason I live and everyone can live a fulfilled life is helping others overcome what you have overcome. In my case, I know how much I have suffered from addictions, not being seen, not knowing why I did what I did. And thanks to overcoming that and realizing what was the thing that was behind all these behaviors and beliefs, now I know how much one can be suffering if they happen to have these same feelings and these same beliefs. And I can help them as I help myself overcome that. So that's why I'm going all in to prevent this suffering because I don't want anyone in the entrepreneur world when they are starting, when they have so many things to do, so many ideas, I don't want anyone to suffer as much as I did. I know how painful it is to have a clear idea or somewhat of a clear idea of where you'd like to be and not know why there's something in the road preventing you from getting there. Because you see, if it was just reading the last book or working with some particular business or strategy coach, almost everyone could do it. But if it's something that's in there in your past, something that's in your childhood, not many people pay attention to that. So I totally believe that your road and my road to, to success is overcoming, understanding and overcoming these beliefs. And I want to help and spread the world about these incidents, these things that happen in, in your childhood that they may be big traumas, but they may be also small things but for sure they are preventing you from getting where you would like to be. So if you believe like me that this is the only way you can be successful and happy at the same time, then we are a total match because I, I honestly don't have any other way. And I have seen so many people be super successful and be also huge failures. And the way they were super successful, it wasn't because they had a great childhood. It was because they realized what happened to them and turned it into a strength, into a strength. You see, for example, Tony Robbins, he's so grateful that his mother was such a... I was going to say bad, but it's not bad because he needed that. It was a mother that beat him up. 
and instead of saying, oh, poor me, he turned this into his strength. And for example, then you see other cases of people that have all the money and they kill themselves. And there are plenty of cases, and I don't want to go super deep on that. But for example, think about the author, the actor, sorry. I forgot the name. What was the actor's name? Come on. Robin Williams. Think about Robin Williams. He had everything. He was a super comedian. He also made us crimes and films. He inspired us for sure along the way. If you ask people all over the world if they like him or not, probably 95-99% will say, yeah, I love him. And he killed himself. How can that happen? How can a person that has almost everything he could want kill himself? I tell you why. Because he wasn't fulfilled. So that's my obsession. From the story, I live with my father. Luckily, he hasn't killed himself. I touch wood in here. But I know how bad he sleeps, how much he suffers from not being happy. And also, I know how much these limiting beliefs and behaviors from things that happen in your childhood can stop you. So my mission is to put together all those two to make you and myself, and that's why I'm recording this to show you how I do that, but also to help you have the success and fulfillment you want in your life. I firmly believe that everyone has a unique superpower, a unique thing he can bring to the world, she can bring to the world. But to do that, you have to remove those layers of things that happen into you that are in your way to this success and this, and this fulfillment. So for today, that's the thing I would like for you to have in your head. If you somehow aren't progressing as much as you'd like to, chances are it's not because you don't have the resources, the skills, the abilities, the knowledge. Perhaps it is, but it's probably because there's something getting in your head telling you that you are not good enough, that you aren't going to be seen, that that is not for you, or whatever it may be. And the truth is, that's BS. That's not true. It's some story you create, but you can create the opposite story and believe it too. So my goal for today is to realize that success won't be measured once you are about to, de to die or once you're dead by the money you have, but by the life you live and how many people you impacted and to get to that place where you live a fulfilled life, you have to understand what happened in your childhood, what you went through and be grateful for that and create your message that is built upon this experience. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode. I hope you do your best to understand what happened in there and how you can create a different story in your head and in your life about it. And I see you tomorrow.